Hey everyone and welcome to a Tuesday audio scouting report. The playoff field is set and I think they got it exactly right. Really excited to see both of these matchups. Ohio State with a chance for redemption at what still looks like the best team in the country in Georgia. On the other side, TCU will have a chance to bounce back against a steady Michigan squad that just keeps running people over. Really disappointed for Blake Corum, who will be out for the rest of the year. Michigan will have to find a consistent compliment to Donovan Edwards, who has been awesome. And with Jackson Smith and Jigba out for the Buckeyes and declaring for the draft, Marvin Harrison Jr. will continue to carry the load. Need the Ohio State run game to get going to have a chance in that one. Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams' health will certainly be important come that game. But before that, we will have lots of great bowl games with tons of good players. Games I am really looking forward to. A few notable ones, Texas for Washington in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, a couple gunslingers in that one. Two offenses that are a lot of fun to watch. Notre Dame versus South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. Again, questions for Notre Dame at quarterback, but you've got a program that is clearly headed in the right direction there. You know, South Carolina, a really fun quarterback in Spencer Rattler and a coach in Coach Beamer that looks like he has that South Carolina program headed in the right direction as well. The ReliaQuest Bowl with Illinois versus Mississippi State. You want to talk about two different philosophies. Illinois would like to run about 50 plays, most of them on the ground. Mississippi State wants to double that through the air, so it's going to be a really fun battle of matchups. And then have to get my triple option fix in, looking forward to the Air Force versus Baylor game in the Armed Forces Bowl. At Right Step ADV on Twitter is always where you can find me. Be on the lookout for our Thursday episode where I will stay in the playoff and talk about Taylor Upshaw, defensive end for Michigan. Next week, we will talk about quarterback for the Bulldogs, Stetson Bennett, before heading to the D-line for Ohio State and talking about Teron Vincent. Four playoff teams, four playoff players will be a lot of fun to talk about. But let's get to today's player, a guy who had one of the gutsiest performances I can remember, Max Duggan for TCU. Along with laying his entire body on the line for his squad, he basically tried to will his team to the W. Came up just short, but glad him and the Horned Frogs were able to stay in the top four. Uh, I believe they deserved it. So beyond just the game this last, last weekend, who is Max Duggan? A class of 2019 quarterback for TCU out of Council Bluffs, Iowa, went to Lewis Central School, the Iowa Gatorade Player of the Year there in his senior year, the number two overall player from the state, was a four-star recruit for most of the ratings agencies and had the schools lined up for him, boasting 24 total offers. Locals like Iowa and Iowa State, of course, are in the running, along with Ole Miss, Kansas State, Georgia, Indiana, and Ohio State, just to name some of them. It was ultimately the Corn Frogs, though, that won out. Credit to Coach Cumbie there that led the recruiting charge. Once on campus, Max took no time stepping into the fray as a true freshman in 2019, played in all 12 games, started 10 of those after taking over in week three. In 2020, started nine to 10 games on the season. And then in 2021, he started 10 games while dealing with a few different injuries that uh, put him 
uh, out for a couple of games, parts of games. 2022, though, has been his show to this point. Started all 13 games. He's completed 64% of his passes right about for an average of just over 250 yards a game. His 30 touchdowns to just four interceptions are a big reason why they have won many games and won the close games. On the ground, he's also pitched in for 404 yards and six scores. As you saw in the Big 12 championship game, you've got a tough and gritty leader that is going to do whatever it helps, whatever it takes to help his team win. Uh, looking at his frame and that beating he took, you're looking at just over 6'1", just over 210 pounds. Again, you're talking about a slightly smaller frame that takes a beating, uh, something that he's going to have to improve on at the next level. Uh, hand size, though, for this guy, no concern for being a slightly smaller quarterback, boasting nearly 10-inch hands. Getting to the film and his strengths, arm strength, this guy can sling it. That's one of the first things that jumps out on film. Does have some of that gunslinger mentality to him. He can make every throw in the pocket, uh, to the outsides, down the field. He can ratchet up the velocity when needed. He can drive the ball anywhere he needs, make those tight throws. Again, that arm strength really jumps out. And then his quick release, that's the other thing that really jumps out, gets rid of it quickly. With so many spread offenses in the college level, you see the ball getting to those uh, quick hitch screens. That is, uh, he gets it out really quick, puts it in a good spot for the receivers to catch it with accuracy, allow them to do something with the ball in their hands. On the flip side, this player's weaknesses, again, that gunslinger mentality, he's got that to him. He is going to sometimes bypass easy throws, trying to make more out of plays than he should. You see this especially on checkdowns throws, uh, low-level throws. He's going to want that second or third-level throw down the field. He'll hold the ball. He'll take hits. He'll you know maybe make ill-advised throws, trying to force it into them uh, instead of just taking the five, six, seven yards, keep the chains moving. Again, that gunslinger mentality, it's always a good, it's always a bad, again, depending on how you want it and what time of game it happens. And then his size, of course, at just 6'1", 210 pounds, he's going to be on the lesser side of what teams call ideals for the quarterback spot. Of course, it seems there are more and more small quarterbacks getting a chance in the NFL, but teams are always going to revert back to what has traditionally won games consistently in, in the NFL. What most offensive coordinators want in their guys is going to be bigger pocket passers with strong arms. So, again, that size is going to be something talked about for him through the process. So what do we see on film? A right-handed quarterback works primarily from shotgun in a zone-based offense with RPOs and play action. The quick release and delivery really jump out first on film where he gets his feet and shoulders right to the ball, gets the ball out quickly and on target to his wide receivers out wide. Good urgency to get into his drop from his set, has good base and movement in the pocket to move and avoid the rush, has good athleticism overall to avoid the rush, game yardage this is a quarterback that can be used in the run game but you not do not want to expose him to any more hits than he's going to take this is likely going to be maybe a five to ten rush attempt guy in the nfl over his career in college he's averaged right around 10 attempts a game probably just a few more than you want him to take but again when it matters this player is not afraid to step up ron and he can win with his legs Good accuracy at the long levels with his intermediate and short accuracy, just sufficient for me. That's where the gunslinger does show up. Has good touch on throws down the field as well as good arm strength to lead receivers on deep routes. 
The screen game is good, puts the ball in the right spot where he can uh, really get off target and be hot with the ball is on some of these crossing throws, makes it tougher for receivers on the move, puts it, you know, too far out in front, will put it low, put it behind him, makes it tough for him to keep running and put him in a position to, you know, gain more yardage after the catch. His intermediate throws are where he tends to ratchet up that velocity. That's where he puts the ball in tight windows, maybe slightly off target, trying to put a little bit of that extra velocity on there. Again, if he throws with better timing, maybe a little bit better anticipation, put it in a better spot, more catchable ball, you'll see that percentage increase a little bit on his accuracy. His decision-making is sufficient overall as well. When he plays a controlled game you want to call it a game manager takes what the defense gives him he's going to be more successful moves the ball find yards when he makes more out of plays than what he needs to that's where he tends to make mistakes again you see it in some of their closer games Baylor does a great job making it tough for him turned him over a little bit but it all comes back to his leadership on the field clearly a leader clearly has the intangibles has the mentality to work is always going to check those boxes which is what helps elevate his team so who are some of my player comparisons really tough here is there were a number of elements from quarterbacks that i saw uh, from an athlete arm strength gunslinger standpoint um again a guy that now has just been released baker mayfield certainly came to mind biggest difference was those two players is the accuracy baker when throws were defined when he was making good pre-snap reads Baker had very good accuracy where I think Max probably if he is in that situation is just a good accuracy player. Uh, but again, some of the gunslinger stuff, the way the ball comes out, you can certainly see some similarities. Brock Purdy out of Iowa State also came to mind. Similar level athlete winning intangibles. Uh, I think Max ultimately has a slightly better arm uh, able to make all the throws where Brock will be a little bit more limited with some of those throws that he makes. A guy I see a lot of and you know, maybe I'll ultimately make the comparison to is C.J. Beathard. C.J. was a third-round pick of the 49ers out of Iowa that spent four years mostly as a backup in San Francisco, saw some playing time with injuries out there, then signed with the Jaguars in 2021 where he has been a backup. Right about the same size, good intangibles, arm strength. These guys will last a long time in the league. If they um, get a chance to play, they're going to be solid. They'll always be ready. Um, so I think that's a, a good comparison for max here so where do i ultimately see this player in the nfl so like cj i think max is probably going to be a third round spot for him now have to note it max of course a 2019 enrollee with that 2020 covid year he could decide to return for one more year at tcu um we'll for now assume as part of this conversation he is going to be a part of the 2023 draft class four years of college move on to the nfl and go chase those dreams he will be a great topic of conversation for scouts through the process as he was part of a lot of wins at TCU. He's shown the ability to make all the throws. Again, slight, size slightly less than ideal, but has the athleticism to do more, uh, a little bit more than a just a traditional pocket passer. Guys like Sam Howell got drafted in the fifth round. Starting quarterback Taylor Heineke, of course, for Washington, was a undrafted free agent. I think there's going to be a scenario with quarterbacks in this class where Max could slide just a little bit. Maybe you get him down to the fourth round. Regardless, he's going to be a winning backup quarterback that's going to ensure whoever is starting is playing at a high level. He'll be ready to go when the time is called. So, Max, good luck versus the Wolverines. Have a sweet chance at redemption and a chance for a national title. You can be sure I will wa be watching that one. 
but that does it for Max. On Thursday, we will be back with Taylor Upshaw, defensive end out of Michigan, a man that will be looking to make Max's life miserable come playoff time. At Right Step ADV to let me know what you think about Max, the college football playoff, bowl games, or anything else football related. The portal is heated up, and so is NFL draft time. So don't just watch football, keep scouting. <laughs>